Hello, hello, and welcome to episode one of Pandemic All Booked Up, the Buffalo and Erie County Public Libraries podcast about books, movies, and all things pop culture. I am your host, Michelle Snyder. And I am Jacob Miracle. And as I said, we are currently Pandemic All Booked Up because we are not recording in our normal studio inside the library. We are in lockdown, as they say. We are in lockdown. AKA my dining room. Yeah. Gloves on, <laughs> gloves on, masked up the whole nine yards, man. It is, it is pre- feeling pretty safe in here. I gotta say, it's a whole new experience when a friend comes to your house wearing a mask and gloves, yeah. and you don't take it personally. Well, it's a new experience for you. That's you know? the, is that how it always is for you. It's, 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 it's happened before. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, man. Just. Just when you thought the worst of 2020 was over at the end of the world's longest January. Do you remember feeling that? I do. And then February made it. You remember when Australia was on fire? Doesn't that feel like that was five years ago? Remember when that seemed terrible? That was a month ago, people. (laughs) That was a month and a half ago. And now coronavirus has sent us all into isolation, including James Bond and John Krasinski from A Quiet Place and all of our favorites. Literally everything is getting Every fun. movie is going to come out in December. There's going to be like 45 top, movies yeah, to see at one Gun time. Top Gun just got pushed to December now. It's like, oh my God. There was a report out today that AMC theaters might not be able to like survive until when they... Uh, when they get to reopen at the end of June. Oh, that's, so. that's, I mean, that's awful. Supermarkets are running out of toilet paper and pasta. There's been back-to-back storms lashing the entire length of the country. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen any of that. Uh, yep, I That's sure have. not great. Um, and frankly, I think everyone needs cheering up. Yeah. Whether they're in quarantine or not, whether they're essential. I mean, at the very least, you've already burned through a good portion of your back catalog on everything. So you need some new suggestions. <laughs> you need some, some new maybe feel-good activities. Yeah. I will say um, People are I, like knee-deep in Tiger King and Ozark right now. They're, they need some kind of distraction. Both of those have been finished in our household. We oh, just yeah. We need a whole separate show to talk about <laughs> Tiger King. So I'm not going to get into that. But I will say to anyone who has Netflix that is maybe holding out watching it, don't do this to yourself. Just watch it. Just get you it need, out of the You way. need to know. You need to understand. But I will say I have been walking a lot. Um, I've discovered some new parks. I've been reading a lot of really lovely things. I've put some of my heavier titles down. I'm currently reading a book about a guy surfing. Oh. Feels good. <laughs> You're like one day. One day we'll be able to do that again. Yeah, like not our normal you went to, dystopian. You went, you went to a park? You you monster, you. Hey, the parks are, they're open. Everybody is social distancing. Like you walk by people and they kind of are like, I'm taking the outside of this sidewalk Mm -hmm. and really spacing out. So people seem even friendlier. There's everyone's writing um, with chalk art on the sidewalks, which has been really nice. I've seen some really inspirational messages. Um, So that's good. And most importantly, I started following this older actor named Leslie Jordan on Instagram. Okay. It's the best thing that I've Leslie, done yet. I can't say I know Everyone, who that is. Everyone, pick up your phones, find Leslie Jordan on Instagram, and you're welcome. I'll just say that now, you're welcome. Um, but especially, as you said, what we've been doing, a lot of movies and shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. And I think right now, most importantly, is feel-good movies. Are you a feel-good movie kind of guy? Like that? those movies that you can put in on a bad day 
and feel a little bit better. I mean, it's pretty much what I my existence is basically (laughs) all on the good movies. Your feel good movies are movies that make me feel terrible and angry at you for suggesting them. When I went through them, I started doing this list and I actually had to restart doing it because I'm like, oh, wait a minute. She probably meant other people's feel good movies. Don't don't be throwing all the stuff I like on there. I will. I mean, what really defines a feel good movie? I mean, I think that's really hard to say because for some people it might be like a thrilling fight scene or some sort of Michael Bay explosion thing i can't imagine why but sure it is i mean some people really love jump scares or maybe a mystery i mean romantic comedies are huge those aren't usually my bag but sometimes i'm the romantic comedy guy on this podcast everybody knows that i think for me um it leans really heavy on nostalgia you know titles that kind of evoke that comfy feeling of going to the cinema when you were young and films that you had memorized and oh, you would absolutely. like say to the TV um, or you've just seen them one million times on cable I am looking at you Shawshank Redemption oh <laughs> like, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead you better oh, believe so good. you that's better believe that's probably the movie I've seen more than anyone in my entire life and I am not ashamed of that that's whatsoever. a super good one um so that is what our episode is going to be about today is feel-good movies because that's what we need. And again, this is really subjective. Mm -hmm. These are movies that make me feel good. And Jacob, that I don't know what those movies are going to do for you. I have not seen his titles beforehand. I I kept it nice and clean this week. We have to wait for a couple of weeks into our pandemic lockdown before before the weird stuff starts coming out. Before before we're just straight up in our pajamas. I'll be lying here like everybody. Just chain smoking. Just miserable. Be like everybody should go rent Funny Man right now. You'll enjoy it. Trust me. Oh, is that is that real? It is real, and it is a really weird '80s horror movie. Oh, for boy. anybody who bothers that to look it up, right. I'm sorry. Uh, we had a couple <laughs> people call in and give us little voice memos about movies that they find uh, comforting, oh. especially during this time. It is funny. I like was asking people like, "Tell me some movies that you like." Um, I just like how people sound on it because I feel like everybody gets really formal, and they're like, "Hello, hello, this is a movie." I understand this is going to be mostly a podcast. That's, mostly that's my sister because she did one. She, did she do she, it in a British accent as she, well? That would have been cooler. Darn it. Missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah, you get, we're going to do a British slash Miss Doubtfire accident for everybody. Else. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, okay, so we can... Why don't we just hop right into it? All right, I'm going to start with a movie. I'm not going to talk about it a ton. Okay. But it's disingenuous for me to do a feel-good episode if I don't talk about this movie. So oh, okay. it doesn't matter how many times I've talked about it before. I'm going to mention Working Girl. I figured this was coming. I knew that one was coming for sure. What are you guys doing if you're not watching it? We've So Tess McGill is played by Melanie Griffith. Um, and then she is working for this conniving boss played by Sigourney Weaver. So good. Sigourney Weaver can be hero and then she can be like worst She's schmarmy a, woman ever. Very underrated actress, I feel like. Nobody ever brings her up anymore. Totally, but everything she's in is really great. But mostly it's that Tess McGill is like the downtrodden, bottom of the totem pole worker. She has this great idea, and her rich, fancy boss tries to steal it, Jacob, yeah. and make it seem like it's her idea. So what Tess does is when Catherine ends up in the hospital, so she's out of the picture for a while, she's like, I'm going to pretend to be the boss, and I'm going to sell my own idea. Come on, you guys. What a great premise. It's so 80s. Their hair is like three feet high on top of their head. It has Joan Cusack with 
all of the green eye makeup that has ever existed. <laughs> I it's feel fantastic. like all these people are just going to step onto the field at New Era Field for the Bills with the shoulder pads and some of these suits oh, and outfits. Oh, they are definitely wearing shoulder pads. It, it has, it really has everything 80s. It has pretty much the soundtrack is one song by Carly Simon, but they just play it in a bunch of different ways throughout the whole movie. So they're like, here's the song. Here's Carly Simon just doing the song in ooze. Here's just the strings of the song, which I also really appreciate. So please, well, they, I'm going to try to not talk about it again, but Working Girl. They paid for it, so they're going to get the use out of that. That's true. They're like, our budget was one song, so we just cut it up. That's actually possible. So there's my start. Jacob, what do you have? All right, so I'm going to go ahead and throw out my favorite movie of all time and its sequel, Gremlins 1 and 2. <laughs> okay. Okay. The Joe Dante classic. I was just watching it the other day because Freeform has been playing it a lot. I like that that's a feel good where there's monsters eating and murdering people. It's so great. It's better than what we have going on right now. It's a more idyllic situation. (laughs) At least you know what's going on then. Um, But if you haven't seen Gremlins, come on, guys. It's it's a classic in every way. It's Spielberg, Joe Dante. I mean, Has anyone not seen Gremlins? Is it possible? I You would be surprised, actually. All right. Um, but, you know, it's about a guy who goes to Chinatown, brings his son back a little mogwai, and gives him some rules. <laughs> just a little, little mogwai. A little, gives him a couple rules that nobody can follow, and then wackiness and craziness ensue. I mean, there's just so much to love about this movie. Small town feel, great horror elements yeah. to it. It's a good comedy. The second one talk about somebody did some acid before they decided to make that movie. I can't even really remember the second one. Oh, it's like when they're all stuck in the uh, the building in New York City and they're all trying to get out of a skyscraper and just... No, I have blocked that out. But and okay. any kind of restraint that they showed in the first movie, they just did not do for that second one. They just went right. wild. I mean, these movies are just so, so great. You like horror? We got you. Comedy? Yes. Phoebe Cates? You better you better believe she's all around this movie. All the things. So, I mean, there's something for everybody in here. Go go check it out, everybody. Okay. I mean, maybe. Um, let's uh, throw in a listener clip right now for another great film. Let's do it. Hi, this is Jen, and a movie that always makes me feel good is Just Friends, starring Ryan Reynolds and um, Anna Faris. It is went under the radar for me when it hit theaters. I kind of remember it coming up, but later on, I saw it on TV randomly, and I am obsessed with this movie. It is hilarious from beginning to end. My sister and I, my friends, we quote it. It is just amazing, and you'll love it too. Um, It's very kind of throwback to high school, and it's Ryan Reynolds being sarcastic and hilarious, and I definitely recommend it. It will make you laugh and make you forget at least for a little while about all the stuff going on in the world okay tell me that you know the movie just friends oh i know just friends very well she is not wrong that (laughs) is a great not wrong actually when she sent me that clip i was like well i know what i'm watching tonight i love that movie it's it's so funny i mean anna faris was trying to uh you know get out of the scary movie mold and she steals this movie every time she's busy like every line that she gives is is perfection and ryan reynolds is the most ryan reynolds that he ever is in this movie yeah like it's all of his looks it's all of the voices that he does i mean we're getting ryan reynolds in a fat suit who's not going to enjoy the comedy that's going to come out of that oh just it's really good if you can find it i mean i feel bad we're going to talk about these movies that you cannot currently access 
that's from the library but there's a lot of streaming services hopefully you can find it if not give me a jingle it's at my house and yeah. on dvd Come, one of between the two it. of us one of us has it i guarantee you we'll be able to get it to you no problem everybody and then i'm also gonna just mention one that comes up a lot but i'll quickly say for me the lord of the rings trilogy absolutely my most comforting movies of all time Okay, I uh, think that's a good choice. It's a beloved series. Are you super excited for the uh, the upcoming Amazon series? I don't know yet. Maybe. I don't. I'm not sure how I feel. I mean, those movies are really. I honestly think they're they're perfect. And there are very few things that come out that you feel that way about. It's a really magical experience. When I have, and this is true, had some really bad moments. Um, I'll put those movies on, and I'm like, Gandalf's just leading me to the light. Like I'm feeling way better. So. I, I, I will recommend that too. The, avoid the Hobbit movies, though. You, Hobbit movies. Yeah, Hobbit you, movies. You are go on a good one. Um. Okay. I, you know what? I'm gonna go with 2004's Anchorman because I no. love me some absurd Will Ferrell comedy. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'll accept that. Now, it's not my favorite, but it really does have laugh out loud moments. And I am gonna recommend in this one you watch the unrated version of both one and two because there are a couple of jokes in both of these movies that they edit out of the PG-13 theatrical release. That once you see them in the oh, unrated, is right? it is pretty <laughs> oh, no. awesome. Especially the second one. There's a whole suicide plot line in there that is just hilarious to watch in the movie when they do the uh, the alternate take. But man, just I mean, if you don't like Will Ferrell, I don't even want to talk to you because he is awesome. And this was him at the peak of his powers. You got Paul Rudd and Steve Carell kicking oh, around Paul in the background. Rudd. What's a uh, Jaguar tracks? Is that the name of the cologne? Oh, Sex Panther. Sex Panther. <laughs> Sex that's Panther. It. That's so, t- <laughs> so <laughs> that's pretty good. It's I was actually good. watching uh, Paul Rudd that movie Overnight Delivery that I was talking about on the show mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. It was actually on uh, Cinemax, and I was like, "Oh my god, what is going on? That this just pops up in Steve, um, Paul Rudd, and uh, oh, I'm flaking on her name right now. The one you like from Wild." Um, Reese Witherspoon? There you go. Reese Witherspoon. They were both so good in that movie. Just, wow, I felt so nice. It made me feel good going back and watching that movie. Speaking of feel good, Jacob, I'm about to drop a real feel good movie. Um, the 2016 film Sing Street. You know, I never saw that one. Oh, you're going to like it. I feel confident. So I felt like 2016 was also one of those mostly terrible years. Mm. Um, minus my wedding. That was like the one part that I liked. Which Um, I was not invited to. Oh, brother, here we go. (laughs) But I feel like it gave us one of the best feel-good movies ever. So Sing Street is like an 80s set musical slash coming-of-age story. It's from John Carney. He's the guy who did Once and Begin Again. Did you see either of those? I saw Once. I I liked Once. Once has like the best soundtrack. It's a great movie. Um, And this film follows a young Irish boy. So he starts a band in order to impress a girl. I mean, what other reason is there? Yeah, it's the only reason to start a band. And then he ends up writing some original music, but they they cover all of the various trends of the decade. So he's constantly changing. So he'll like Hmm. make a song and it sounds just like Duran Duran, but then he like is growing. So the next song he makes, they sound like The Cure. So like it's really really funny. Hmm. Um, It's just a story about love and discovering who you are and not shying away from the harsh realities of real life yes like we are doing here um it's like optimism that doesn't ignore realism okay so it's a tough mix and but it's definitely necessary at this point in time i have a little clip from it so this is he's like trying to start a band he doesn't know anything about music and his older brother who's cool he's the brother with all the vinyl records and he knows all the new stuff and he's trying to like help him get into the music 
That was bad, bad music. And there is nothing as bad in this world as bad music. You know, you can record overtakes. No. That was a novelty act. You want to have actual sexual intercourse, right? Yeah. Well, what? The girl. It's all about the girl, isn't it? Yeah, the girl, yeah. And you're going to use somebody else's art to get her? Are you kidding? We're just starting. We need to learn how to play. Do the Sex Pistols know how to play? You don't need to know how to play. Who are you, Steely Dan? You need to learn how not to play, Connor. That's the trick. That's rock and roll. And that takes practice. And you're not a covers band, by the way. Really? No. Every school has a covers band. Every pub has a covers band. Every wedding has a covers band. And every covers band has a middle-aged member who'll never know whether they could have made it in the music industry or not because they never had the balls to write a song for someone else. Rock and roll is a risk. You risk being ridiculed. But I don't know how to write a song. Close that door and sit down. Really? It's gonna be a long night. Of school in the morning. This is school. Okay, so you, you get the idea. It's adorable. Yeah, I, I like that he's got accents going. That and, always makes a movie feel more sophisticated. And the music is actually really good. Like, the original songs, and he makes music videos. So find Sing Street. I promise you, you will smile. There is no way that you won't. You're going to feel really good. But so long as you're alive, you're still here, you're going to love Sing Street. Done. Do it. Do it up. Do it. So you know what? I'm going to go with some more absurdist comedy. You? I know, right? Who would have thought? So I'm going to go with 1979's original The Muppet Movie. Because okay, if you have stuff. not seen The Muppet Movie in a while, you need to revisit it. Because it is just as ridiculous and outlandish. I feel like I that. recently people have been sleeping on The Muppets. Even when they had their new show on ABC, nobody really paid attention to it or watched it. Even though I feel like it was pretty good. But The Muppet Movie... It kind of gives you an idea where they all came from. If you haven't seen it, it's just a road story about how the Muppets met and how they all got their Muppet show way back in the 80s. Which we all need to know. And it's just a kind of like right in the right kind of tone humor that you would expect for these guys. You got Fozzie throwing over ridiculous, stupid jokes. You get Dr. Teeth in the band busting out like <laughs> their old thing. Um, you just get I to like meet the things them. that move you. They're really they can be really weird or just adorable. I do. I just sit there and like you can't help but just relax into it. I mean, like, I mean, just the absurdity of like, you ever notice that nobody ever bats an eye with the Muppets that they're always at like waist level, and that nobody ever wonders. No, like, because I legs? recognize that they're puppets. It's like one of those things so that everybody in the bottles. movie they just accept it, and it's always weird. You ever see like when they have Muppets with feet? Is that not the most? unnerving thing when you ever when they do do that every once in a while wow okay yeah i get you um but just go watch that movie put a smile on your face go watch all the muppet ones you get your michael kane in uh the muppet christmas you get you're a muppet (laughs) treasure island i mean there's you get everything you need there's like two bad muppet movies and even those are just so terrible that they're entertaining to watch so okay but start out with the original go back in time check it out check it out Okay, I am going to the 80s for my next film. I love how we're hanging out in the 80s. I wouldn't even be surprised if this movie did not do well, if it has bad ratings, but I loved it and I stand by it. Every time I put it on, it makes me feel great. It's called Chances Are. Oh, I've never seen that. The old it's a Robert Downey Jr. film. Oh boy, he's a young and he's a youngster too. So what it's about? So a man's love for his pregnant wife Corinne, and that's played by Sybil Shepherd. Okay, oh boy, talk about placing it right firmly in the eighties. Now you right? know what's going on, and their like marriage is interrupted when a car accident kills him. Oh. and sends him to heaven. Jeez. Okay. And then in heaven, you see that people are reincarnated. 
and then they forget and they come back down. So two decades later, he's now a writer named Alex, which is played by Robert Downey Jr. Okay. And he just so happens to dart, start dating this girl named Miranda, who is actually his grown-up daughter from the previous life. Oh. And his memories start coming back. And now he starts to remember Corinne, who's like this much older woman than him that he's falling for. It's adorable. It's hilarious. Well, I did not expect... Are we going to recommend Old Boy next? Is that what's going on here? No, this is a wonderful film. This is, is I think going... we probably have a PG rating here. What? So it's it's really really funny um it's beautiful just do it, it makes you feel good you're not I, gonna be you're not gonna be thinking about you know pandemic time and waiting outside of home depot for 20 minutes so that you can get oh, in and get some necessities I'm, you're gonna be somewhere else i'm gonna be thinking about this incest comedy that it michelle is, told me would to you watch. stop it's not <laughs> like wow this is just, just out there isn't it Oh, you're the, you're I the worst. I did not see that coming. You're the worst. I'm also going to give another one of our <laughs> listener clips um, because it's also talking about classic 80s films here. Okay, let's do this it. This one's really special because it's my mom. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, I won't make fun of this one. Then. That's right. Hi, Jacob and Michelle. This is Judy, Michelle's mom. With home time so prevalent and abundant these days, I went searching for one of my favorite feel-good movies, Mr. Mom, starring Michael Keaton and Terry Garr. It's a 1980s Irma Bombeck-style comedy about job rule reversal. I think Michael Keaton is hilarious as an out-of-control automotive engineer turning full-time stay-at-home dad. The storyline's a little silly, but it's charming and lighthearted. So relax and check it out while you take a break for the never-ending search quest for toilet paper these days. Oh, okay, oh, so Mr. Mom. My mom okay. sounded very serious. Thank you, Judy. That's very she nice. She did sound very serious. Um, but and she's not wrong, though, because that's a good Mr. Movie. Mom is the best. I feel like that's something that's happening in a lot of households right now where they got a dad <laughs> hanging around the house Feeding all day. Feeding a baby chili. How about mom calls the vacuum cleaner Jaws? <laughs> the vacuum cleaner I kind of forgot that little fact. I, I adore that movie. Like That is one where I think I looked up on Rotten Tomatoes and it has terrible reviews. Yep. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, every single person who's wrong. Like 100% wrong. What's the, the matter with you? It's Mr. Is, Mom. This is 80s Michael Keaton, man. This is it doesn't, gold. Yeah, this is great stuff right here. We're not talking like multiplicity, even though that's good. We're talking like the gung-ho era of the Michael Keaton. This is, this is pre-Batman right around <laughs> Beetlejuice. There's a lot of good a lot of good being done here, everybody. For real. Also, and I will say we don't have to get into it, Beetlejuice on my list. Uh, Classic feel-good movie. That is just one of the best. You you'll laugh. You love every second of it. You'll laugh. You'll cry. <laughs> you'll, do, you'll be happy that you're not dead, living in an attic where you're trapped. Be happy that you're not a fan of modern art because of how terrible it is. You'll be like, I guess surviving a pandemic is not as bad as driving off a bridge, being dead, and being a ghost. So there's that. Yeah, there could, is. It that. could be. It always be worse, I suppose. <laughs> um, okay. So what do you have for us? So I'm gonna go ahead and go with 1986 Little Shop of Horrors remake. <laughs> you love that I movie. do love that movie. I was in that playback in high school. I, so it, it so has it come takes up on this show. You are um, very proud. I am, even though I didn't have to actually do much singing in it. But it's such a fun musical movie. Now, nobody's ever going to call Ellen Green or Rick Moranis a uh, three tenors-esque um, singer or anything, but they get the job done. And the movie definitely leans into the ridiculousness of its plot. And amazingly, it also shows why 
practical effects are really the way to go because that plant still looks great you're, today. You're totally right with that. Like yes. If, if they made that movie now, which I'm sure that they're looking to, we're going to get nothing but a bunch of CGI arms and plants going. It's going to look terrible and nobody's going to want to see it. Nothing can look worse than that. Did you see the Call of the Wild preview? Oh, yeah. Like, why do we get a fake dog? is the worst looking CGI dog in the history of time. Yeah. Like, why? Why? You just need a dog. I didn't have a dog. Dogs I don't need a dog to do, like, wonky eyebrows because nope. dogs don't do wonky eyebrows. Nope. You just get that dog lying down I'm on just his mad. side. I'll never watch that movie. That trailer alone. I was, like, wanted to throw things in I the don't screen. I think I ever read Call of the Wild. Is this one of those dead dog movies? Um, I think it's like Dog is Your Buddy. It's a book that I started as an adult and I couldn't really get into it, but mm-hmm. I did recognize that I probably would have enjoyed it more as a kid. Okay. So well, we can watch Harrison Ford. Instead, we'll just watch a plant eat people. I yeah, think, there I we think go. That's, that's what I'd rather do. That's a, that's a great choice. Um, get some great song. Get some Levi Stubbs going. I mean, come on. That's what I want. You definitely do. Oops. <laughs> um, okay, so I have a lot more. Um, sticking with musicals, I'll just mention if you somehow missed La La Land, I don't care that people <laughs> hated that it um, was like the picture of the year. It makes me feel good. When I was on an airplane, as you know, I'm super afraid to fly. I hate yep. every second of it. I was on a really bumpy flight. I was having a total panic attack. And the one of the movies that was available was La La Land. I put it on. I am not lying. It calmed me right down. Like I felt really good. That's that's powerful right there. You're, so you're like you looked into Ryan Gosling's eyes and you're just like, uh, take me now. I was like that. That is fine. I'm I'm fine with that. Um. Okay. I'm gonna do the clip from my sister because she is gonna talk about a movie that I love. All right. Let's that I do own it. on DVD. That's when you knew you loved it. VHS you, DVD owns. Yeah. You're like, this for people is a good that don't one. know what DVDs are, they will be <laughs> give you at the library. VHS. So. We won't even try to explain. <laughs> All right. One sec. Hi. This is Karen, Michelle's sister. I'd have to say a feel-good movie for me, Sliding Doors, starring Gwyneth Paltrow. It's an oldie but a goodie. It's a comedy. It's a love story. It's just a really good movie. I remember after I first saw it, I told my sister Michelle that she had to go see it too. Took her to the movie theater, saw it again with her. She loved it. I loved it. Definitely a chick flick. Crowd pleaser. Great movie. If you're not feeling the best, definitely watch Sliding Doors. Oh, that's my sister. Isn't she cute? Yeah, she is. And I do like that movie choice, too. That's a true story. She literally came home from the theaters. She was like, I saw the best movie and then took me and saw it again. So that one is a classic for me. Um, I watch it all the time and I love it. It was one Gwyneth Paltrow. I didn't know who she was. I hadn't seen her in anything. So she was awesome. Now she's Gwyneth Paltrow. Which yeah. She's yeah, not, a, she's she not, it's not, it's a little weird now. A lot but of people, she just walks in and throws goop at you now. It's basically what It's very does. true. But the story is, so she plays Helen and she's a London ad executive. So the whole time she's like, what a tea. Hello, my name is Gwyneth My Paltrow. name is Gwyneth. Um, she's fired <clears> from her job. So she rushes to catch the train home. And what they do is they kind of split it into two scenarios. She makes the train, goes home, finds her boyfriend cheating on her. Yeah. In the second scenario, it's like she misses the train and a whole bunch of other things happen. So it's one of those movies where if you're always questioning, oh, what if? What if I would have gotten that job? What if I would have stayed here? Yada, yada. This is the movie for you because you can kind of see what happens. Do you meet people maybe that you're supposed to meet no matter what happens? Um, So you get a lot of that. So it's like funny. It's romantic. The... um, 
uh, I can't think of the guy's name who plays the new like kind of love interest in her life. Mm-hmm. I love that man. Let's say Paul Bettany, even though that's, that's not who it is. That's 100% not who it is, so we won't say that. That's not that actor, <laughs> but he's adorable. Um, he just does a lovely job. I love everything that he says. So check out Sliding Doors. It's a great Why don't movie, you man. Do, I Right? See, it feels good. Yeah. You should come over. We'll sit six feet apart again and watch we'll watch Sliding, sliding Doors. doors. Um, why don't you give us one more to end it? All right. Uh, I'm going to go with another weird one here. <laughs> 1992's My Cousin Vinny starring Joe Pesci and Marissa Tomei. It's a great movie. It is. This is one of those ones that I, when it first came out, nobody expected it to be anything really. They're like, oh, there's going to be some Joe Pesci doing a New York accent for an entire movie, being a lawyer. It's the cutest movie. Yeah. With this chick that nobody's ever heard about doing basically a stereotypical New Yorker. Very, very stereotypical. And then it just ended up like hitting that right spot. It was up for Best Picture. It got Joe Pesci nominated. It got uh, one Marissa Tomei, an Oscar that nobody saw coming. It still is like one of the big shockers. Yeah, forever. Forever a shocker. Over time, I feel like it's that award people are looking at it less because she's been nominated again since then and she's proven herself to be capable. But at the time, it was like... Basically, you're doing a cartoon character and you win an Academy Award. My biological clock is ticking. (laughs) Man, the jumpsuit in that scene, let me tell you. Unforgettable. She should get an award just for having to wear that thing and pulling it off. Every time I touch this microphone, I have to use hand sanitizer. Sorry, go ahead. At least you're being conscientious about it. Stop the spread. we got to lower the curve, everybody. That's right. That's right. Um, but yeah, go check it out, everybody. Like, just Ralph Macchio looking exactly the same as he looks now. I feel like you're probably able to find that streaming somewhere. I hope so. I it would imagine it's got to be pretty easy it at this point. But if you haven't seen it, go check it out as always, everybody. It's fun. It's fine. You get to see a lot of F-bombs. Everybody enjoys <laughs> R-rated comedy. So. When you're stuck inside and your children are screaming and mm-hmm. you're trying to work from home, it's going to feel good to just have someone yelling yeah. F-bombs. You need yeah. that. Shut up or I'm going to send you to Alabama. That <laughs> puts you to, they'll kill you for stealing tuna. There you go. That's the thing. Um, okay, we made it through pandemic episode number one. Episode one. Do you want to plug us up in the best way that you can? Sure. So... Obviously, you cannot go into the library at the moment and pick up any of these things, but that does not mean that the library is not trying to help you out. Go ahead and check out our Facebook page. You know, we got a bunch of stuff on there. We have our librarians who are reading you stories and everything on there. Yeah, you can get some some great content, some great information if you're interested about COVID-19. Yeah, go to um, different um, databases and things like that. You can always follow us on Twitter at AllBookedUpPod. You can get a hold of me and Michelle. We'll talk back to you. And visit the library's website, www.buffalolib.org. They're going to have all kinds of stuff on COVID-19. COVID-19, visit it. We got stuff to get out of your catalog. We got some ebooks for you. We're going to help you out. Ebooks, people. You can still read and listen to books at home. We, we've got it all there don't, for don't you. Don't worry, everybody. The library's got your back in these hard times. And then a couple tips will take you. I'm sure you've heard a lot of this, but I think it's really helpful. You're stuck in the house. It's a little crazy. A little bit, yeah. A little bit crazy, but don't forget, like, you can get active. So now is the best time to engage in activities that you really like, that you don't normally have time for. Music, art, mm-hmm. painting, yeah. bake something. I will eat it i I see a lot of banana bread happening and i approve of it i tried to get michelle to go for a run with me and she hung up on me so i literally pick your your battle i ran one day for five minutes and my ankle hasn't been the same since so (laughs) um but speaking of that like go outside if you aren't showing signs of being sick and you haven't been asked to quarantine yourself you are likely still allowed to go outside take a walk in your neighborhood the local park the fresh air and the sunshine I'm not even kidding, has done wonders for my mental, you know, physical health, yes, but mental health, definitely. You're like, oh, this feels really good. 
um, to be out here. Just carry your pocket sanitizer with you. Um, you know, call your parents, call your friends, set up coffee dates over video chat. I've been seeing a lot of that. Um, Andrew's been chatting with like his buddies from work on Zoom. So that's really great. You could host a, vis- a virtual dinner party if you wanted to. So there's lots of ways to be um, social without potentially spreading the virus. And of course, I always say you got to get back with the boys. So don't forget to hop on your gaming systems while you're killing some time at night. Go, there you uh, go. Go see if your skills hold up these days. That's a whole guess, thing I do don't not. even know about you. Yeah. <laughs> probably um with all this though don't forget to give each other some space yeah. being cooped up is bound to add stress to your relationship really with relationships with anyone that you live with for don't so don't forget you can go in another room do your own thing that's always really healthy and most importantly limit your exposure to the news yeah um i can tell you right now what it's gonna say it's gonna say good morning everything is still awful yeah. so you don't need to do that every day no you know you, just here and there you know just yeah you get the idea here just follow the guidelines of the canadian government and just keep everybody a hockey stick away and you'll be you'll be fine that's, everybody. That's don't worry tip. about it and of course look on the bright side you need to kind of look for the silver lining is in this as we need optimism moving forward because it's going to be a little rough when we when we all get back on our feet but for now this is an opportunity to do things in your home that maybe you have been putting off go mulch that garden go paint those kitchen cabinets paint do them. what you got to do um if you paint wood we will find you and we'll <laughs> we, kill we, you we, don't, and we style. don't approve of that but it's a good time to learn something new so consider taking an online course maybe learn how to crochet i don't know do home repairs there's a lot of free live streamed events about topics that you might be interested in people make the best of this quarantine we love you we're glad that you're staying safe we are as we sit six feet away from each other we're doing the same thing here and again thank you so much for joining us and we will be catch you guys next time you sure will bye